listening to the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. It's the podcast in the Broadcast Basement. Broadcastbasement.com. Coming to you from the Windy City Slam Studios in the southwest suburbs of Chicago, this is Windy City Slam Podcast. Welcome on in everyone, Mike Pankow here, the founder and editor of WindyCitySlam.com and the host of Windy City Slam Podcast. And welcome on in to episode number 112 very exciting times ahead. WrestleMania weekend is now upon us. It's later this week down in Dallas. WWE presents two stupendous nights of WrestleMania, plus NXT stand and deliver, the WWE Hall of Fame class, including The Undertaker. Plus, we have tons of independent shows, including Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor, and lots of Chicago area wrestlers going down to wrestle around the Dallas area for independence as well. So a very, very exciting weekend for sure. And coming up in a little bit on the broadcast, we welcome for the very first time as a special guest, pro wrestling enforcer podcast host and fight league report reporter, Sean Lennon. So very excited to talk to Sean. I've known Sean for a few years. He's a huge wrestling fan. He, knows a lot about the local scene. He's been to a lot of shows recently, so I'm definitely very excited to get his take on the state of local Chicago and independent wrestling. And when we come back, we'll hit the big news of the week. Stay tuned. Wrestling fans often talk about psychology in the squared circle, but what about your individual psychology and mental health? The counselors at True Heights Treatment offer in-person or virtual appointments. To learn more, go to www.trueheightstx.com or give them a call at 708-248-7039. Hey, it's the Cryonic Redneck Coldstone, Tim Boston, CS underscore Tim Boston on social media. And when I'm not scooping, when I'm not wrestling, I'm listening to Windy City Slam. Give me a... Well, yeah. Well, yeah. All right, back here on Windy City Slam podcast. In just a little bit, Pro Wrestling Enforcer podcasts, Sean Lennon will be joining us to talk about local wrestling. and may even get a little bit of his take on WrestleMania. We'll see what he's got to say. But first things first, that's right. This weekend is WrestleMania weekend. And real quick, I run down the show Night one, which is Saturday night, April the 2nd, the WWE Raw Women's Championship, Becky Lynch defense against Bianca Belair, Ray and Dominic Mysterio take on The Miz and Logan Paul. Then we have the Scottish warrior Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin with my favorite wrestler, Madcap Moss in his corner. Not. The WWE SmackDown Tag Team titles, the Usos, Jay and Jimmy Uso, defend against Shinsuke Nakamura, and Franklin, Wisconsin's own Rick Boogs. And then we have the KO Show with Kevin Owens and his special guest, Stone Cold Steve Austin. 
I have a feeling they're not just going to be talking in that segment. That's just me. And we'll see what happens. We'll see how many cans of whoop ass Stone Cold opens up on Kevin Owens. And then we have the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Charlotte Flair defends against Ronda Rousey. Heading in to night two, which is Sunday, April the 3rd, the WWE Women's Tag Team titles, Queen Zelina and Carmella defend the titles against Sasha Banks and Naomi. I really kind of like that team. Goes back to the days of Team Bad from a few years ago when it was those two and Tamina as a triumvirate. And then we have Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan and Natalia and Shayna Baszler. Have a feeling Sasha and Naomi will come out on top here. Then it's the Anything Goes match, Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn. Now, I had a bad feeling about this a few weeks ago when Sami was still the Intercontinental Champion. I had a weird feeling Vince was going to put the strap on Johnny Knoxville, but at least Sami lost to a credible wrestler. So we don't have to worry about that, but somehow Knoxville wins. And then we have Pat McAfee against Austin Theory in a match I'm really, really looking forward to. I really enjoyed Pat McAfee's work with Adam Cole a couple years ago in NXT. He did good stuff, and I think they're going to do a really, really good match here. It's a really nice spotlight for Austin Theory. Let's see what he can do. WWE Raw Tag Team titles, RK-Bro, Randy Orton, and Riddle defend their straps against the Street Profits and Alpha Academy. Should be a fun match there. Then we have Edge against AJ Styles, which could be the best match of WrestleMania. And then the main event, which they're already calling the greatest match in WrestleMania history. Although I don't think it's going to live up to that lofty standard. It should still be decent. WWE Champion Brock Lesnar takes on WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns in a title unification match. And plus, at some point over the two-day stupendous event, we could see Seth Rollins and the possible return of Cody Rhodes. Where we're going, we don't need Rhodes. No, anyway, <laughs> it's just a, I love Back to the Future. And if I could quote it at any point, I definitely will. And that was the opportune time to do that. All right, also Saturday. NXT Stand and Deliver. Now, this is a matinee show in Dallas. The NXT North American Championship ladder match features Carmelo Hayes defending the title against Santos Escobar, Solo Sequoia, Grayson Waller, and one participant to be determined this week on NXT 2.0. That will either be Cameron Grimes, A-Kid, or Roderick Strong. You can't go wrong with any of those three right there. Although I have a feeling, and I could be totally wrong on this, Cameron Grimes wins the three-way, and then he ends up winning the title. Some of the vignettes they had the last couple of weeks at NXT 2.0, I kind of like where they're going with the Cameron Grimes story. And then it's Tommaso Ciampa against Tony D'Angelo, the former POW Entertainment star Joey Ariola. Now, I have a feeling... Tony D'Angelo becomes the Don of NXT. And it's going to be a big weekend for him down in Dallas. And then, speaking of Chicago influence, NXT Women's Championship, and it's now a fatal four-way. Champion Mandy Rose defends against Cora Jade, formerly known as Elena Black in the Chicago area, and Io Shirai, and Kaylee Ray. 
kind of disappointed that WWE went to the four-way here. I don't know if maybe the other members of Toxic Attraction are injured or one of them's injured because Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray just won the Women's Dusty Cup and they could have challenged for the tag team titles, but instead now they're in the women's match, which to me is very disappointing because I was really, really hoping that Cora Jade would get her full spotlight in winning this championship. I think she may still end up winning and I'm pulling hard for her, but adding EO and Kaylee Ray kind of clouds it up a little bit. NXT tag team championships, Imperium of Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartel defend against the Creed brothers and MSK. Then we have LA Knight taking on Gunther, formerly known as Walter. I think I like Walter better. NXT Championship. Dolph Ziggler defends the title against Braun Breaker. And my pick here, I think on the weekend, the Steiner brothers are going into the WWE Hall of Fame. The son of Rick and the nephew of Scott, Braun Breaker, becomes a two-time NXT champion. Also Friday night down in Dallas, and actually Garland, Texas, the ROH Supercard of Honor. Jonathan Gresham takes on Bandito to determine the new undisputed ROH champion. Also, this is the this could be the match of the entire weekend, no matter what card you're on. Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions, the Briscoe Brothers, Jay and Mark, take on FTR, Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler. Now, this is a dream tag team match. I would love to have seen this for a Warrior show, but now it's happening at ROH under new owner Tony Khan, and it should be really, really good. We also have Swerve Strickland and Alex Zane, Jay Lethal against Lee Moriarty, and the ROH Pure Championship as Josh Woods defends against Wheeler Yuta. Now, if Woods retains, he will bring that title to Chicago in just a few weeks to take on Jax Johnson at Chicago Style Wrestling's next show. So that one will definitely bear watching. Local scene. This past Saturday, March the 26th, Black Label Pro presented in the fights at RDS Gym in Crown Point, Indiana. Here are the results. Devin Monroe defeats Cody Lane. Dan the Dad defeats Dan Champion after the backpack stunner. Your referee in the match, Dan Perch. It was an all-Dan affair. Then we had the Bang Bros, August Matthews and Davey Bang. They defeat the team of Abby Jane and Pancakes. And now I'm hungry for pancakes. It was after a double 450. And get this. It was after interference from ticket-buying fan Trevor Outlaw, who is at ringside. So now Trevor Outlaw and the Bang Bros? I never would have thought that would have happened in a million years. Stay tuned. Then we had Levi Everett in the Shocker of the Night for me, defeating Calvin Tankman via a TKO. Crazy. And then we have the BLP Heavyweight Championship. Jake Something defeats Kevin Blackwood after a low blow and hitting a finisher. Then we have the BLP Midwest title number one contenders match. Violence is forever's Kevin Koo pins Avery Good, professional wrestler, after a fisherman buster. And probably the second biggest stunner of the night, Billy Starks defeats Rachel Ellering. Now, Billy Starks winning the match to me is not the stunner. The stunner is in the fashion and how she did it. She 
faked an injury, like a neck injury or a back injury, after missing a swanton bomb as Rachel Ellering rolled out of the way. Referee stopped the match. Looked like it was going to be stopped for good. They're about to help Billy out of the ring. Rachel Ellering goes to open the ropes for Billy, but Billy, all of a sudden, has this rush of energy, grabs Rachel Ellering, puts her in the dragon suplex, bridges for the pin, and gets the win, and in the process, apparently, turns heel. So this is something worth watching for future Black Label Pro shows. Then we had Shazza McKenzie defeating Warhorse after a stunner off the second rope. And in the main event for the Black Label Pro Midwest Championship, filthy Tom Lawler defeats Kevin Koo after a delayed vertical suplex. Also last Saturday night, March the 26th, Pow Entertainment presented Saturday Night Fights at Teawood Bar and Grill. Mateo Valentine defeats the Masked Marauder. Tommy McCobb, with help from Kazile, defeats Jimmy Blaze, who was subbing for his partner, Eric Freedom. Not the last we'll see from Jimmy Blaze and Kazile in the evening. Meathooks O'Bannon defeats Trainwrecker. Vinny Scarpone goes over Nikki Vendetta. And then on Germ T. Ripper's Ripper's Room, Stylin' Shane Eaton was the guest, but then he was interrupted by POW champion Scott Spade, who then challenged and defeated Eaton in a match. And in the main event, Jimmy Blaze defeats Kazile in a first blood match. And following the bout, the bad hombre cartel jump in the ring, and they tell Jimmy Blaze that we're cashing in our tag team title match, and that match will be this weekend in Fox Lake at POW's next show. Also, this past Saturday night, March 26th, Crash Tested Wrestling's lucked out in Hobart, Indiana. And we'd like to congratulate Mike Strong, who won the Heaven Through Hell match. He gets a future CTW championship bout against the Filth King, Brubaker. And now, this was a 20-man rumble to start. And then the final four participants were involved in a four-way elimination match until they got down to two and then it became a ladder match, and that's where Mike Strong pulled out the victory. Really, really cool concept. Also, another news item from the show, Renane Van Peebles and the ARC injured Celine Gray, and GM Steve Arendt promises consequences for those actions. CTW's next show is Saturday, April the 23rd. Also, one more note of local interest before we get into upcoming events. Congratulations to former Southland Championship Wrestling Champion, JPH, who won the Rhodes Wrestling Academy Championship down in Texas. That's Dustin Rhodes' school. And you could also check out JPH's match against Penta Oscuro on this week's AEW Dark Elevation on YouTube. That match is available on YouTube now. All right, heading on to this weekend. If you are looking for a WrestleMania alternative, you're in luck because there are a few shows in the area that are running this weekend. Starting with Friday night, April 1st, Dynamic Wrestling Alliance presents Maple Fool's Day at the North and Maple Kitchen and Bar in Tinley Park. Then Saturday, April 2nd, it's the debut of Racing Championship Wrestling at Racing Wisconsin's George Bray Center. Also Saturday night, April the 2nd, POW Entertainment presents April Foolishness, and this is back at the American Legion in Fox Lake. Matches include the POW champion Scott Spade with Tiny, 
taking on and defending against SCW's Max Holiday. Then it's POW Midwest champion Rough Crossing with Tiny, defending against the ice pick Vic Capri. Should be a hell of a match. Two longtime veterans that know how to get the job done. Tag team championships, Revolution, Jimmy Blaze, and Eric Freedom will defend against Bad Ombre Cartel. And then we have B.O.W. with Nick H. Facing Axel Labrio. One half of IPA, Meat Hooks O'Bannon against Tommy McCobb. And then the other half of both of those teams, Kevin O'Reilly takes on Kazile. Plus, we have Ripper's Room with Germ T. Ripper with special guest, Nick H. Also Sunday, Golly Lucha Libre at the Golly Studios in Villa Park. Sam Adonis and Puma King of La Impresa, Drago, Aerostar, Ricky Cruz, Golden Dragon, Otomico Jr., Jake Painter, Missa Kate, and many, many more. Plus, if you are down in the Dallas area for WrestleMania, or even if you're not there for WrestleMania and you're there for the local independence, lots of Chicago area independent influence down there, Black Label Pro and World on Lucha, presented by Gringo Loco, are part of the GCW Collective. Both should be awesome shows, especially that Lucha show with Gringo Loco. I've seen probably about half of those people on that card in Chicago promotions. So that this should be really a lot of fun. Plus we have Zello Pro with one of the highlight matches for me of that weekend. GPA and Laney against Pretty Proper, Victor Benjamin and Lady Frost. Plus Zawa will be down there running a show as well. All right, coming up in mere moments, for the very first time on the show, the man behind the Pro Wrestling Enforcer podcast, Sean Lennon. Stay tuned. Want to get more customers for your business? Promoters, do you want more exposure for your upcoming event? Windy City Slam Podcast can be your tag team partner. Advertise with Windy City Slam and reach wrestling fans in the Chicagoland area and in the Midwest. Message us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or email Mike Pankow at WindyCitySlam.com. That's M-I-K-E-P-A-N. K-O-W at WindyCitySlam.com. All right, back here on Windy City Slam podcast. And for the very first time on the show, so glad to welcome a longtime friend. He's the man behind Pro Wrestling Enforcer podcast and also the Fight League Report. Chicago wrestling journalist and fan, Sean Lennon. Sean, how are you doing? I appreciate it, man. Thanks for the, the intro. You know, uh, uh, things are going well, you know, in the world of professional wrestling. It's nonstop world of mixed martial arts, pretty much the same thing, too. So, uh, you know, since the pandemic is raging on, whatever, wrestling and MMA are still going strong. And I'm excited just to talk to you about it. Uh, the way I've been the past few weeks has been exciting. A lot of great shows. Uh, a lot of great stuff I've been able to cover, Warrior Wrestling on, on downwards. So I appreciate it, man. Yeah. So we go back to about uh, 2017. And I don't even know if you were doing any of your stuff back then, but I mm. met you at an AJ Lee book signing, I believe, yes. in Well Met. Yes, that's true. That's true. I, I remember that day. Yeah. I actually had, I actually got off, I had to work right after that too, which was crazy. Like I had a, I, I, I had a special permission to come to work late so I could 
<laughs> come to meet AJ Lee. And it was, it was like an awkward, it was like in the middle of the afternoon on a Saturday, right? It wasn't like, like the most ideal time. Yeah, but yeah. It might have been a Saturday, yeah. Yeah, Saturday. So yeah, yeah, that was great. Uh, and then, you know, seeing like the intimacy, like there wasn't like ton, tons of people made it more fun. I think we had, she had maybe a little bit more time with AJ. Just was convenient. I had to go downtown, not worry about parking. You know what I mean? It was more mad. It was like, it's a breeze for me. It's like 20 minutes away. So yeah, that, when I found out that she was going to, because I, I wanted to originally meet her, I think it was C2E2 that year and I couldn't meet, go to CT2. And then, then she did a book sign like the middle of the day. Uh, downtown and that, that just wouldn't work for me so then when I saw she had that one on Saturday I was like oh I'm buying my book I just ordered my book online had to go meet AJ one of the greats of course in the women's wrestling uh, and yeah yeah that's that's crazy that we, we met back then yeah really cool and now she's getting into wow superheroes as well which is kind of nice to see her back in the limelight a little bit yeah definitely and you know whatever makes her happy uh you know i'm happy for her i, I told her that like whatever you do it makes you happy i'm happy for you so you know yeah, that, that was a cool day and uh, we've been hooked up on facebook and we've seen each yes. other a lot of shows ever since then oh yeah yeah right right I, back then see i wasn't going as many independent shows i was going to aaw primarily so if you if you weren't at aaw and i wasn't going to every show but if you weren't going to aaw i probably wouldn't see you for independent shows uh, and then warrior wrestling, which, 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 uh, you know, I started doing media for them. I think the following, uh, following year or so when they first started. So I, then, then I started doing all the warrior shows, but this weren't every month. Then 2019 came around and boy, did I start going to more shows. I went to AAW. I went to black label pro. I went to galley for the first time. And I went to, you know, and then that, that's the first time I went to warrior wrestling as, as media. And so it was like, I, I was doing, I did everything but freelance in 2019. Like I literally did every show possible that I, I, I could go to. And I still kept up when I, I did like WWE Survivor Series weekend. I did um, AEW All Out weekend and went to All Out. And uh, yeah, so, I, and I went to Dynamite too. I did media for Dynamite show. So yeah, 2019 was the year I really, Pro Wrestling Enforcer took off. I uh, started getting some big interviews. We got interviews with everyone from like, like the early ages of AEW was media was more accessible. We, I had Leva Bates. I had Marco Stunt uh, do a podcast with me. I had, um, and then I, I got to see Nyla Rose and Darby Allen and, and uh, Jimmy Havoc and asked him a couple of questions each, you know, on video. So that was like when everything was just, it was so new AEW, you know, and, and now, you know, it's more exclusive, but Hey, you know, we're all working to get back there and, We'll be there one day soon, and I know it. And, yeah, like I said, the 2019 was crazy. It's the launch of AEW. That was just a crazy year for me. Yeah, that was a big time for wrestling. Now we have two huge national promotions against each other, WWE, obviously, and AEW. And speaking of WWE, you were at Monday Night Raw just a little yes. over a week ago checking mm -hmm. out the show. You had second-row seats. So what's your thought about the current product and going into WrestleMania? So my thought is this, WWE is a huge event every time they come, every, you know, people love them, the families, especially the children, they always have that audience. And, um, you know, I wasn't really following the storylines pretty closely. I had watched the Royal Rumble, but hadn't watched any Raw Smackdown besides the occasional social media posts. Uh, Kevin Owens calling out Stone Cold, they got my attention. I actually did watch like a Raw on Hulu. Uh, during that time, you know, like a couple of weeks prior, but I, I really wasn't paying attention to it. I just had played it, a replay of Raw. And 
you know, it's it is what it is. It's WrestleMania. They're trying to build up as many matches. It's two nights, which I think is too much. You know, they they adopted the Wrestle Kingdom format, uh, but but overall, you know, the experience of seeing a WWE show live and that up close made it interesting. And and being that close because I got to see all, all the production crew and like see how how they, in between the matches they're talking to wrestlers, they're 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 doing this, they're doing that. You get to see I was seeing behind the commentators table, get to see what they're doing during the uh, during the commercial break. Then you get to see the wrestlers in between matches during the commercials and they're interacting with the fans. They're walking around. Usually the lights are dim, so you don't quite see that when you're upper level. So being on on the you know ground floor of the WWE production and seeing that scale of their production is, is amazing. And knowing, you know, uh, just about, you know, 80 feet uh, north of me is, is Vince McMahon in gorilla position <laughs> as well. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it just being that close uh, made it interesting, you know, I, I would say. It's something I, I wasn't planning on doing. It was a complete shock when I found out where I was going and where the tickets were going to be. That's pretty awesome, yeah. And and at WWE event, I, I've had the chance to sit, like, front row ringside for a house show once. Uh, I sat, like, the seventh or eighth row for WrestleMania 22, which was nice. crazy. Uh, you could feel the heat of the pyro. I mean, I was literally right on the aisleway, one seat over from the aisle. When, when Kane came out with Big Show, you could feel the pyro. When you had Edge speared through the flaming table, you could feel the heat of the flames. Yes. And, yeah, Edge and Foley, that match was incredible too. And you, you can't, I mean, when WWE puts their mind to things, mm-hmm. and I don't know if they have been necessarily the last few years, but when they're A plus 100% invested on everything in their product, nobody can beat them. That's my opinion. Yeah. I mean, AEW is probably better value right now in terms of entertainment just because from top to bottom and all their pay-per-views yeah. um and they're really really good and i think i also like the fact they only do four big shows a year rather than 12 or 13 like wwe does i mean mm-hmm. the quality is just so much better when you do it only a few times and i think the multiple pay-per-view sometimes dilutes the quality and here's something about wwe i will say this right now i never ever blame the wrestlers it's always to me Vince or creative or right. Kevin Dunn's fault. The wrestlers always do 120% in the ring. And it's always really, really good what they do. But sometimes what they're made to do may not be good. Mm. Oh, we got treated to a, you know, usually Chicago, they do a decent show in Chicago, right? When they come, we got treated to AJ Styles or Seth Rollins. That was a great, that was a good match. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, besides that, not much of the, of the show is memorable to me at all but Matt Riddle having him point at me when I waved at him was it's cool you know little moments like that Natalia yelling at the fan next to me because he's cheering for Liv Morgan you know little stuff like that is 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 like is is memorable um but like I said nothing like in the regards of like you know where 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 the storylines are headed or you know to this big you know this big you know ending right of the season right mm-hmm. wrestlemania and nothing really excites me nothing like jumps out at me everything is like average you know it's the sub part of average maybe stuff stuff is is gets my interest like seth rollins his mystery opponent for wrestlemania which i think we all know who is it was at this point and mm-hmm. seth uh stone cold and kevin owens and but like i said not not a lot i mean brock lesnar and roman reigns it's interesting dynamic because they're their switch brock is the face roman's the heel uh, you know, something's going to give with that. We know what side Paul Heyman's on. Um, so that that's an interesting uh, match, too. So just to see those two go at it. But, you know, not a lot jumps out of me or excites me 
for this year's WrestleMania, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I think the juice is a little bit missing, and it's almost like some of the card is just being pieced together the last couple of weeks. It doesn't seem to be like this grand planning like they used to do. Even the Hall of Fame class, other than Undertaker. Okay, we're just going to announce them very slowly here at the end, very late in the game. Like We just found out the Steiner brothers are finally going in, which is really cool. But, I mean, usually you get weeks of hype for that. Now it's like six days or five days or whatever. Exactly. I'm not sure what's what's going on with that. Um, I'm I'm not a big Hall of Fame guy. I went to one Hall of Fame. I was probably (laughs) ready to fall asleep. You know, because it's just not my thing. I guess if there's someone you really want to see get inducted, it's worth it. I mean, we got to see Kurt Angle inducted, but I wouldn't say like it was it was like the most memorable experience <laughs> at all. So uh, I really haven't watched the Hall of Fame since I went to it live, unless it was like one particular person I was into. And and yeah, WrestleMania to me, it is it's two nights. It's 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 gonna you got so many matches. It's there's only gonna be so much time for all the matches to play out. And there's only so much we can we, we can expect, you know. I'm I'm thinking some of these matches are gonna have run-ins. They're gonna try and bring a surprise person in there. We'll see, you know, that could make it make it interesting. But we pretty you pretty much know what you're getting for WrestleMania. There's it's not like we're gonna get like the like AEW. They're gonna debut all these big names, you know, at the end of throughout the show. You know what I mean? Like all out. Like you can't top all out last year. Yeah, All Out was an amazing show. And anytime they come to Chicago, it's amazing, too, because yeah. it's their bread and butter crowd. Chicago loves AEW. It's where basically the company began. I mean, yeah. with All all In, and then they had the first All Out the year after that was their first major pay-per-view before moving into the Dynamite era, which was like, I yes. believe, about a month after that pay-per-view went down. So, yeah, Chicago is always close to AEW's heart, and they're always going to do good in Chicago. Mm-hmm. WWE, though, for WrestleMania, like I said, not a lot of juice, but at the end of the day, I have a feeling it's still going to be a pretty solid show. And there may be a couple of memorable moments that you may not have actually expected going in, but afterwards we're going to be talking about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes they, they do a better job than we expect. I, yeah. I, think, I think they've gotten a little complacent since they ended up going to Peacock where, mm-hmm. you know, it's a cheaper, you know, it's cheaper to actually watch the shows and, you know, maybe people don't want to work as hard behind the scenes. I don't know. I don't want to like discredit yeah. anybody, at the, but at well, the same time, yeah. you can see it's not the 100% effort like it used to be years ago with the attitude errors no. and such. No, no, it doesn't even come close. And I mean, even WrestleMania like seven, eight years ago was, 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 was better, you know? And even even that recently, like to me, WrestleMania 33, that was that was a decent card, you know, and 32, even 32 when they had a lot of injuries. Like, I don't know. I just going to this WrestleMania, I'm not like I said, I'm not excited about any particular match. I'm just going to watch it. It's a tradition for me to to watch the big four pay-per-views of the WWE. I don't really watch any other of their pay-per-views because they seem redundant. It's like you can only see do the same match so many times. And, you know, it's it's not a pay-per-view anymore. It's, it's a retread. <laughs> I mean, so it's just, it's just like, I, I can't stand it when they keep redoing the matches. So it, it'll be interesting to see this, this it'll be, because I mean, you know, you got Baron Corbin, his undefeated streak is online as happy Corbin mm-hmm. against, will, will that be put to test against Drew McIntyre? And uh, you know, but there's, there's also, you know, the women are doing their thing. Ronda Rousey obviously gets her first singles shot at WrestleMania and a one-on-one title match in Charlotte. Ronda Rousey's big, of course, with the MMA name. She's got UFC fans. So that 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 piques interest as well. 
you know, and, and you've got uh, Bianca Blair taking on uh, Becky Lynch. And, you know, we'll, we'll, you know, see what, what happens in that. Cause obviously the first time they can go Bianca's way. So, I mean, there's just little things here and there that, you know, that they, they catch your interest, but nothing really stays, sticks with you and nothing, uh, nothing gets you geared up like you were back in the day. Like when you had, you know, Undertaker defending the street at WrestleMania, when you had, you know, Dwayne Johnson, you know, scheduled for a big appearance, when you had Daniel Bryan, you know, and you had CM Punk and Chris Jericho and, you know what I mean? Nothing can compare to those days, you know, and, and even like you were excited for the mate, you know, for the, for the undercard, you know, and you can't, you can't go back to those days at, at this point. Yeah. Now we have Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And no disrespect to Pat McAfee. I really love what he does when he when he went back, going back yeah. to the Adam Cole match in NXT. That was really good stuff. Me too. I actually think that's going to be a very underrated match on this show, McAfee against Austin Theory. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, they had a little bit of a, you know, a snafu. They, 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 they're ready to go at it. We'll see. I mean, Mag I also liked him in, in the War Games. I thought he had yep. the, the War Games match was really, really fun too, so. We'll see what that what's his story. I, I this I think that's that's you know kind of like the celebrity realm of what they're doing. They're bringing in celebrities. They know it's going to attract fans outside of the WWE, outside of their universe, and that's that's what they're going to do. That's why they have Logan Paul, you know, with the Miz. You know, it's it's obviously that this is what they're doing. You know, and we'll see if it works for them. All right, let's turn to locals now. And there was just yes. so much going on in local wrestling. And this year has been absolutely on fire. Now, um, I know you've been to a handful of shows recently. Uh, mm -hmm. Obviously, AAW is one of your hangouts. I, I've seen you on Freelance a few times yes. by the aisle with uh, Chicago Rob. Yeah. You've been to all the Warrior shows, even the ones in Indianapolis and South Bend. Now, yes, what, I'm crazy. <laughs> now, which promotion to you right now? I'm going to put you a little bit on the spot. Which promotion to you right now is the hottest in the area? Well, see, it, and this is hard because Warrior is now branching out, right? And so yep. they're going out to different places. So if you, would, if you want to encompass the entire Midwest, then I would say Warrior. Mm -hmm. But if you're just talking about Chicago right now, yep. in the Chicago area, what's the hottest show? show I would go with Freelance. Okay. I, I, because I because. It's hard. It's tough because freelance and CSW, and I love CSW too. They're going on the same dates more, more, yes, more, more yes. often, and it's it's really creating a division between the fans who enjoy both. Kind of have to pick and choose. And uh, for me, uh, there's been times CSW's had the better card, and there's been some times that freelance has had the better card. But freelance, everything that uh, what well, they're on position on independent wrestling TV. They, they bring in a lot of great talent, you know, that, that you don't normally see in the Chicago area. And they're trying these new venues like the Emporium Arcade, you know what I mean? And just just the, the, you you remember a freelance show. You remember the wrestlers. You remember the characters. Would it be Trevor Outlaw or Alfonso Gonzalez or, you know, any of the, any of the, like, the great names, like a freelance wrestler. You just remember the Bang Bros. You know what I mean? It's, it's uh, you know, Robert Anthony, Frank the Clown. You know what I mean? They just, they, they strike a chord with you. They, they, they make you care about them. And Kylie Ray as well. You know, it's just, to me, they're hitting, they're hitting, uh, that demographic because I think they appeal to like the punk rock, the hips crowd, the young crowd. They do have great wrestling where I think it's for all, all fans of all ages, but the appearance of it, it's hard to get past. It, 
because you you see there everybody looks like they're you know they're the hip crowd the young crowd so a fan who's in their 40s or 50s or you know i mean older right they'll probably go to csw you know what i mean than freelance mm -hmm. but i feel like they should give freelance a, a, more of a chance and just i know the downtown venue is it's a lot of fun in logan square um just it's it's a fun crowd they're a, a night they're party crowd they come in late to the shows they stay late they, you know you know what i mean you just you just can't miss and the freelance underground is amazing as well too so okay. but i would say my number one pick is freelance wrestling just because they're they're doing things outside the box where they're thinking where they're you know what i mean where their headspace is at they're going outside the box yeah, with freelance too. I, I got to talk to Matt Nix on this program just a couple of weeks ago, and mm -hmm. but he was talking about how they started the company. It was like, oh yeah, it caters to the people who just want to go out and have a drink, and then there just happens to be wrestling there. And I think it just caught on. I just yes. I love the vibe that I see when I watch them on IWTV, and and that Emporium show was amazing too. I mean, the, the fans were literally almost on top of the ring, and then there were video yes. games all over the place. It was just a really really yeah. cool venue. It is, but then it does appeal to the hardcore crowd, man. You have your favorites, and you can you and I like if you're someone like me who follows these wrestlers, no matter what promotion they go to, you like to check them out. You know what I mean? And and it, it's it, it appeals to both, in my opinion. And you mentioned freelance underground too. That's a promotion I get to see a little bit more live since they do a lot right. more suburban shows. And I was over at Joliet a couple of weeks ago, and Tankman is just amazing as their champion. Yes. He's just a bruiser, and I love. GPA. I mean, everybody's like, oh, beat up GPA, F GPA. Mm -hmm. But GPA is a wrestler's wrestler. Yeah. He knows the psychology of the game. The guy works hard. We, we've seen Instagram videos of, of him and Laney rolling around yes. the ring on Sunday for their workouts. He is just so crisp and clean. His psychology and storytelling are excellent. And it's a guy, in my opinion, he's probably the number one wrestler in the Chicagoland area just because of all of that package that he has. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's 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 great. Laney Luck is great. Like I said, I've had Alfonso Gonzalez. He's just getting his name out there. He's 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 doing it. He's a lot of fun, especially, you know, his little feud with Kylie Ray is going on. Um, you know, the Bang Bros, every match they bring it. It's it's just amazing. Like I really you, you can't help but have your favorites. Angel Escalera, you know, Trevor Outlaw. I'm, I'm trying. My, I'm pretty much naming everyone who's been on my show. Craig, Craig Mitchell, you know, <laughs> Is I have to I have the name them first, right? Lenny Luck, you know. So yeah, and Blair Onyx has been, you know, she's she's been tearing it up too. And and so yeah, it's great to see that these wrestlers come from freelance, but also brought in and you're seeing them in other promotions. And even they're gonna be in Dallas for WrestleMania this weekend. I'm excited for for all those young people, you know, having the chance. And and like you said, GPA has been doing amazing things. I really enjoyed his last match with Shazza McKenzie. He pulled a fast one. He got the win and, you know, I gave him, a, I got to take a picture of him and let him know what I thought of that. But, you know, but in the, in the ring, that guy knows what he's doing. Right. So he's, yeah. he's definitely, a, he's, he's a, a true veteran and I'd like to see him get a break one day. I'd like to see GPA get opportunity to, to, to be in some bigger shows. I would too. I would love to see him on a warrior show. Yeah. And the funny thing was they filmed, that whole like little vignette for their big Zello match that was backstage at a warrior show yes. with Laney and GPA running into pretty proper. I thought maybe warrior would have uh, hit on that, but I'm kind of glad mm -hmm. to see Zello finally did though. I mean, that's going to be a highlight yeah. of WrestleMania weekend for independent wrestling down there. in my opinion. Oh yeah. They got their hands full with pretty proper. <laughs> that's one of my favorite 
tag teams too outside of Chicago. But yeah, I, I, I think freelance, like I said, the monthly show freelance, but I mean, in the Midwest, it's hard not to t- top uh, Warrior Wrestling and what they're doing. I and you mean, mentioned but, Chicago style wrestling too. That's a company I really love too. Steve yeah. Boss, Jason Hades and the crew over there just, just do a hell of a job. It's, it's very episodic in terms of their storylines and their continuity from show to show. Yes. And, they just have some great young up and coming talents. They have great veteran talents too. Obviously, Boz and uh, Hades and uh, mm-hmm. Marche Rocket, Vic Capri, guys like that. Acid Jazz, and then young guys like Mateo Valentine and Axel Rico, Jax Johnson, Mario Pardua is coming up. It's a great mix of talent. I really, really enjoy what they do. Oh, definitely. I've had many of their talent. Lucky to get some of their talent on my show as well. And uh, Jax Johnson has a big match coming up. Because the ROH Pure Champion, Josh Woods, is going to be there for CSW. And that's their next night, Bad Friday. And that's going to be one heck of a show as well. Very cool. And uh, AAW is a promotion that I've been kind of keeping my eye on over the last couple of years. And they have some of the best talents in the independent scene coming in for them as well. Matt Fitchett's their champion. We have Sky Blue as their women's champion now, which is pretty Mm -hmm. cool. Ace Austin is their heritage champion. Mm -hmm. So uh, you've been to quite a few of their shows. What do you think of their product? AAW is is a solid product. Um, I went to their last show, which was the 18th anniversary fun event. You know, I I actually got to see a friend who doesn't really go to many independent shows or hasn't been in in pen shows in a long time. So he had asked, asked me a lot of questions with this guy. And I think they deliver some great shows. This show, past show, they didn't have as much talent as they normally do, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, for the 18th anniversary show. But I still thought they put on a great event. You know, you got guys like Shaft, who's getting bigger and bigger. I mean, this guy is going to be in a match. I don't know if he's a match, but he's in a show. He's on a poster with John Moxley. And so, I mean, he's getting up there, right? Shaft is, is a huge name, and he took on Matt Fitchett for the World Championship. Um, you know, obviously – you know, you've got the tag team champions, you know, Alex Hammerstone is is, is in there as well. And, you know, he's going to, yeah. So from MLW. So, you know, you got some big names are in, in AAW that they bring in and they usually, they usually put on a heck of a show. You know, we got to see uh, Myron Reed get a big fatal four-way uh, win over Jake something over Gringo Loco, who's always a, a local guy there. And also, uh, it was uh, Braden Lee. And so you get to discover new talent too that, that you don't normally see at the other shows in Chicago. And, uh, you know, I like, I appreciate it as well. I mean, the big storyline that's coming out now from the last AAW is a steal. Yes. He's turned on Matt, Matt Fitchett and he's going after the world championship now. He originally saved him from Shaft and now it's going to be a steal versus Matt Fitchett at the next one. And also the next show is going to have Eric Young and Michael Bennett. Yeah, that's big. Yeah, I saw yeah. those announcements just break not the last couple of days. So it's it's going to be yes. pretty big for AEW next month. I think they're also back at uh, 115 Bourbon Street. And if you're a big Impact Wrestling fan, like if you're, you follow Impact and you're a diehard, you usually can find a lot of AEW Impact wrestlers on AEW. Like, you know, not like half the card, but maybe like a third of the card would be Impact wrestlers. So that's always cool. I mean, Ace Austin is a heritage champion there currently as well. And Ace Perry is the, that's what I meant to say. He was a tag team champion with Alex Hammerstone. Yeah. And, and they're like, they, like I said, they always bring a great show. Um, it's very exciting. It's more mature and adult than, than like the other shows that you normally see. 
you know, you'll see blood. You're going to see, I mean, they're going to have a steel cage match with Manders and Silas Young. <laughs> That's going to be ridiculous. That's going to probably get bloody. So just let you know, it's a more for a mature audience, yeah. AAW. Yes. And some, some wrestling shows around here are more for more mature audiences and some cater to more families. And sometimes they'll mix it up. Sometimes there'll be a freelance underground, for instance, we'll do a 21 and over show. And then sometimes yeah. like this past couple of weeks ago over in Joliet, it was an all ages show and they right. had Laney's music kind of uh, bleeped out. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you get a little mix here and there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, is there a promotion that we haven't really talked about yet that you've been to recently that you think, it's kind of a breakout promotion or just a really, really good promotion in your mind. Um, I think we covered all everything, but like there, I've been a, a promotion outside of uh, Chicago and I've been in promotions that travel. So like G- game changer wrestling is mm-hmm. always a must go to like show like that. That's worth the money. Always, always get a ticket for game changer wrestling. I think yeah. it's, it's worth the money. The last show, I mean, you had Jeff Jarrett made an appearance. You had yeah. two, called Scorpio that was there. You had the Briscoes. You had, I mean, who didn't you have there, right? I mean, come on, you know, it, 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 Ricky Morton. Ricky Morton was there against Matt Cardona, Chelsea Green. I mean, you know, obviously Nick Gage wasn't there. He was like the only star that wasn't there, but all the other stars are game changer wrestling. And there's some great talent there too, like Alex Cologne, like, like AJ Gray. PCO was there, you know? I mean, you know, they, they, they brought a star-studded event the last time, and they'll do it again uh, when they come back in September. So uh, Game Changer Wrestling, always a must-go-to show because uh, plan ahead and get your tickets for that. But another show I have been to it that I'm actually having plans to go to will be on the 16th. I'm going to go see Revolver, Pro Wrestling Revolver, oh, wow. in, all the way in Clive, Iowa. And unfortunately, it's the same night as the New Japan show is here. And you and but we already made me and Chicago Rob made a plan, so we're going to see Revolver, which is a great card. You're gonna Moose defend the, the Impact Wrestling title against Mike Speedball Bailey. You're gonna have Swerve going one on one against uh, Athena, which was really supposed to be Ruby Soho, but they have Athena is gonna be the yeah. So it's 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 it's, it's loaded. Diana Perrazzo against Billy Starks. She's the ROH Women's Champion and. Um, Ace Austin is going to be in a fatal four-way to his title as well. So they got a loaded card. They got Macklin on there, Steve Macklin from Impact Wrestling. You also have the other guy that was in uh, in that group in uh, in NXT. Forgotten Sons. Yeah, the Forgotten Sons. Blake. And, yeah. I think Leslie he's going Blake. by Weston Blake now, maybe. Yeah, Weston Blake. Yeah, he's going to be there as well as as like some other great talent. So like, uh, I mean, uh, Rich Swan is supposed to be there too because he's the uh the time he holds the championship so yeah i mean if you're big into impact wrestling that's definitely a show you want to go it's called swerve's house so pro wrestling revolver check check them out if you have them in your head they, they put on some big matches they had brian cage versus jonah in their last show they have had a whole lot of great matches i believe sammy callahan's involved in that promotion yes yes that's his that's his baby that's his promotion that's jessica havoc jessica havoc will be on the card as well and yeah, I mean, like, like I said, you can go back and watch their shows. I mean, we got to see John Moxley against Jimmy Jacobs in the street fight. And it was like right before John Moxley left wrestling. To, he went on a sabbatical for his uh, sobriety. So right before that, that, that was probably the last match he wrestled before he went on that, on that sabbatical. Yeah, I would just like to mention a couple of other promotions that have really done a great job mm-hmm. lately. And 
Rocket Pro Wrestling here in Joliet is on the on the come up. They're going to have a hell of a show on April the 9th. We just had their Outer Limits champion, Gunner Brave, on the show. And nice. then I'd like to also mention Berwyn Championship Wrestling. Uh, yes. Actually being booked by Robert Hugo Anthony now. They have a lot of good veteran and younger uh, freelance academy talents on their shows as well. Really fun, fun shows that they do all the time. And then Southland Championship Wrestling, instead they've had their little bit of a war with Pow Entertainment. And, and Pow is another company that I, I really like with Jimmy Blaze and some of the veterans there and mm-hmm. Mateo Valentine and Scott Spade just had a hell of a series of championship matches over there. And obviously nice. warrior wrestling is, is what it is. It's, it's great stuff. I mean, uh, oh, yeah. Will Ospreay is their champion. Thunder Rosa currently their women's champion, even though she's going to be surrendering it in a few weeks. Yeah. And I love the fact that Sam Adonis is finally a champion there. He's the Lucha champion. Yep. Uh, the last show was, was amazing. Like, you know, you can't, you can't go wrong with Warrior Wrestling. You know, the, the, the great talents that they have there. Next one, they have Ty Valkyrie is going to be there as well. Athena, Thunder Rosa, Sky Blue, Will Ospreay. Um, I'm sure there's a bunch I, I, I didn't list. Casey Navarro, who's really coming to his own in the Warrior Wrestling. Like, this is his home. I feel like it's his home promotion away from home. And, yep. you know, it, it's only a matter of time before he becomes champion. Blake Christian, I believe, is on the next one. And Isaiah Swerve Scott. So you'll be there in South Bend? Uh, I'm still debating uh, my April 23rd. I've got a, two or three shows in my mind for that night. Oh, it okay. just depends if I want to make the drive to South Bend or I want to stay mm-hmm. a little bit more local. I, I that is a weekend I've circled on my calendar in terms of covering a show. I just haven't decided right. which one yet. Yeah, that's a definitely a lineup, though. I mean, a warrior, they're, what they're doing, like, with this, with the whole thing with Will Ospreay, him as their champion, they're trying to build up uh, nationally, and then I think they're going to go international one day. You never know. And yeah, it's, it's I, it might be head there, right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And uh, we're grateful, you know, to, to cover them and have the opportunity. And uh, let's see. What, what was I going to say about Warriors? Oh, yeah, I'll have Principal Steve on my show, hopefully, in the, in the future to talk about the next card. And hopefully, uh, maybe I'll get a couple other, other wrestlers, too. Uh, I'll have Casey Navarro come on my show to talk about his upcoming uh, – because MLW is coming to Chicago, too. Yes, in uh, July. Yeah. July, yes, Major yeah. League Wrestling. So that's another big one. And a couple more promotions I'm going to mention real quick before we, we sign off here. Yeah. Second Wrestling is a brand new promotion. Uh, they've been running shows in Northbrook. They've had a couple of shows. They just crowned their first champion in Billy Starks. Yes. Uh, she ended up uh, beating Eric Cannon in the final of a tournament. Very fun show. I believe their next show, there's rumors they're talking about maybe putting it in a brewery setting. So that could be oh, a little nice. interesting. And then yeah. there's also all heel wrestling, which will be doing their third show on Sunday, May the 1st, I believe in North Chicago. Uh, I have to still confirm that, but they're kind of a cool company too. They have a lot of mm-hmm. like veteran names and some young talent as well. It's a really good mix. It, it, they have like, they have a death match champion. They have a heavyweight champion. They have a change of fortune champion, which I believe is a title where you can cash in for the heavyweight championship. I'm not hundred percent sure on that, but Mm-hmm. No, I, I think it's something like that. And that, that Vic Capri is their Midwestern champion. They have a women's champion, which I believe there's going to be a six woman match for that title at their next show too. Okay. Very much looking forward to seeing what they do in the near future. I think I might also be ringside for that show on May the 1st. I haven't quite confirmed that yet, but I'm pretty close to doing so. Nice. 
Nice, nice. That's in Wisconsin, right? No, that is actually in Lake County, North Chicago. Lake? Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. The so, it's, was there. Yeah. so it's about like, what, 90 minutes away or something? Yeah, for me, probably about 75 to 90 minutes, depending on uh, travel. Yeah, driving not driving. bad. Well, I know uh, I've never been to CSW Northland. That's also in Lake County. Yeah, they do good stuff, too. It's a lot of the guys from uh, CSW will uh, yes. work for them. And uh, a lot of their younger guys also get good experience up there as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's they're, they're, listen, they're, CSW, I mean, they gave Sky Blue to the world. But listen, there's so many other wrestlers that are getting, they're going to get the opportunities and, and stuff. I like, uh, what's his name? It's pretty good. Adam Stallion. Yeah. This kid is, is doing it. And Casey Nova oh. is doing real well. So they, they have a lot of great young talents that are, they just find their, their own and they'll, they'll be featured as well. All right, Sean, before we let you go, I'm going to go ahead and let you promote your social media yes. merchandise. Like you want to talk about the podcast a little bit and fightly sure. go right ahead. My thanks for having us here on Windy City Slam, Mike. Uh, if you want to check out Pro Wrestling Enforcer, we have a, a YouTube page, which is the Fight Report YouTube page. That all of our content are on there. Uh, make sure you also check us out on Facebook, Pro Wrestling Enforcer Podcast. Like the page at PWE PW Enforcer Pod on Twitter and at the Pro Wrestling Enforcer Podcast on Instagram as well. And uh, that's where I post most of my content as well. And we've got, you know, some great shout outs from all the great talent. If you want to get one of these bad boys, Pro Wrestling Enforcer, now in black, make sure to go to Pro Wrestling Tees. We have a store set up. Fightly-PWE is the sh- is the store. We appreciate the support if you guys want to pick up something as well. And yeah, just, just we interview professional wrestlers. We interview promoters. We interview fellow journalists like you, Mike. On my show, you know, sometimes it's more of a of a of a stricter format. Sometimes it's just a free flowing. I've got a couple of co hosts. One that lives in the West Coast, Wendy Mendez. I met actually at Warrior Wrestling back in 2019, so we stayed in touch. I got another co host of mine, Danielle Larson. So both female co hosts, Danielle, she actually goes to Pow shows, so you, you guys might know each other from there. Maybe. And so, yeah, yeah. So we we you know we we, we definitely uh, shoot the shit and. You know, I definitely have, I, I listen, I try to get everyone that's involved in professional wrestling, would be a promoter, writer, anything, referee. We had, we've had Perch on the show as well. So we try to get everybody that's on the, to talk about pro wrestling. You know, I try to ask them some, some fun stuff and uh, yeah, thanks. And, and we, we, like I said, we're not more, more of a, we're not as much as a breaking news site as we are just more like more podcasts and discussion, but we'll talk about current events and I, I don't mind, uh, doing a podcast about that when it's worthwhile, you know? All right, John, thank you so much for coming on the show. All right. Appreciate it, Mike. Enjoy WrestleMania weekend. However you want to choose to spend it. You too, man. All right. Great talking pro wrestling with Sean. You can check him out at Pro Wrestling Enforcer Podcast. That's available wherever you get your podcasts. And he's also on YouTube. In addition, he does some MMA coverage for the Fight Leap Report. So Sean has his finger on the pulse of a lot of fighting and wrestling around the Chicagoland area and the Midwest. All right, next week, we'll take a look back at WrestleMania Weekend, plus NXT Stand and Deliver with our very special guests, 
and we're running it back from Royal Rumble weekend, we welcome back All Heel Wrestling's Voice of Violence, No Chill with Phil, Phil Meyer Sr., and former WWE.com writer Jordan Gerritsen for our special WrestleMania recap show. You're listening to Windy City Slam Podcast. So long, everybody.